Pitchy Party Peanuts. It's episode 370 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And I am on two hours of sleep. Dang, kid. <laughs> I can see time. Oh, can you see it flying away from you? It's yes. As we slip ever more quickly into the future, I see it as a as a physical form, like waves of flame shooting through my eyeballs and out the back of my head. Wouldn't it be crazy if time got faster time? the longer that you lived it? I mean, oh, like well, what if every that's a very strange thought for you to make me think about at this moment <laughs> <Sorry>. in time? <laughs> well, you said, like, right. Like if you're accelerating to the future, then like time would seem to pass more quickly as you were going through it. I don't and, know. Like also doesn't it though? I mean, should we, we should ask a very old person. Does time seem to go faster now for you or slower? Yeah. And I wonder if it up to a point, it seems to go really quickly and then eventually it just goes very slowly. I bet it goes slowly because you just are like doing less. Because oh. you're just like hanging out. Well, you're really you're passing some judgments on <laughs> <Yeah>. old people. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I truly am. Do you want to know something funny that happened to me? I, um, I'm going to tell you a dream. Okay. I don't know if you already know this, but speaking of time and sleep and being off it. So mm-hmm. we, this is, I, okay. <laughs> the reason yeah. I'm on two hours of sleep is because we have worked the past three weekends doing mm-hmm. different tournaments. And, um, I was just was at dream hack. We're going to talk about this later in Anaheim. And, um, I was taking melatonin to try and help me sleep better because we had been in Hawaii and we're jet lagged and sleep schedules are all so weird. Yeah. And I had a dream that I was shooting a feature film and we used an actual gun in the film. Like it should have been, but we didn't have a license. Yeah. Like we should use a prop. Why was I using an actual gun? Really? Why would I know. ever shoot a movie with a gun in it? You I, were trying to stage a murder. I don't know what was going on. You were trying on. to create a situation <laughs> for a murder that would look like an accident. Yeah. It That's my guess. It could have been. Um, but the police found out about it and they were like going to come and arrest all of us because like. As they should have. We cannot film this movie with this real gun, <laughs> obviously. But there was one nice police officer who came up and was like, hey, the cops are coming to arrest you. So get out of here quick before you start to vape or something, which was a line I distinctly remember. Before you start to vape or before something. Before you start to vape. And then right. um, you were very forward thinking and texted to cover up the whole crime. You texted me on WhatsApp instead of on iMessage on iPhone uh-huh. because I you knew they wouldn't turn that data over to the police. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really, you know, I will say if I were part of a crime, I do think that that is in in the realm of things that I would think of. I feel like I would be too, you know, jittery. I would be too messed up to think clearly. That would be my role. I feel like my role is like you. I'm the person that you would go to the to cool, be like, calm head. can you think of every conceivable like thing that we need to think yeah. through? And I would be like, yes. OK, how are we communicating? In what ways can you communicate that yeah. can't be tracked? Paper trail. Not One of my happen. favorite things to do. This is going to sound this is going to sound <laughs> deeply suspicious. I'm already suspicious after the okay, setup no, but here. If you're using if you use an iPhone, um, you can send people audio messages oh, via yeah. iMessage. Yeah in your messenger app and if they don't save it it deletes but does it delete from wherever you know some server in the sky great question i don't know the answer that that. part but but here's the weirdest part it's not on anybody's phone anymore why would my dream brain think about this when i'm sitting here telling you that my panicked brain in a real crime would not (laughs) think about this but my weird dream brain was like maria you've got to consider that the police are gonna be able to track your they're gonna subpoena your text messages or whatever dreams are so crazy have you ever have you ever had what? the thing happen where like you 
you hit snooze and you fall asleep for literally less than 10 minutes more and you have a whole dream yeah. in that time it's like Picard like a, like living a, a whole life yes in that one episode and it's literally like i've had the most epic like f- like huge like similar to like heist or like action adventure film dreams oh yeah and they literally happen in like 10 minutes or less the wake up nap dream yeah. is the most intense dream yeah I'm calling it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Anyway, that's our segue for today. (laughs) Just to explain my mental state to you. But what we're going to talk about on this episode is actually really cool because we're going to talk about magic as an esport. Yes. Magic has been in the esports realm now for about a year. Yep. And it's gone through so many different iterations in that time. So true. So we're going to sit down and talk a little bit about like what is what has that meant? What do we think it's going to continue to mean for magic? is it is it working think about this as like a quarterly check-in with your boss yeah and we're gonna give magic esports quarterly review quarterly review (laughs) and a report card that sounds like a nightmare (laughs) quarterly reviews quarterly review can you imagine having to sit down with someone about your performance every four months oh man i liked that three months every three months (laughs) i i liked them because that's when you ask for a raise That's true. Wait, you wait. You ask for a raise every quarter. Every quarter. And just go back in there. You know what I'm going to say, boss? Give, give me them me, dollars. Give me that money. Eventually your boss is like, no more quarterly reviews for you. You're you're done. You're an annual review. Okay. But yeah, we're going to talk about Magic as uh, we Esports now. Um, we're also going to talk about Unsanctioned, which is a new product. Yes. That comes out this Friday. Yeah. And we're going to have a little bit of story time. We've been doing it classic greek mythology yeah. which has inspired the set um but we're going to talk about what actually they said went down in the theros story okay so this is like official yeah story time story and shout out to the person someone asked us about the birth of Miletus and where that came from but anyways i'll touch on that also okay it's not the stone baby what the stone baby story swallowing the stone baby oh that was that's about zeus Stone Baby. It's my new <laughs> arena username. That's Zeus. That's Stone Baby. So if you come across Stone Baby it's on me. Arena, it's definitely you me. You know who it is. Uh, before we get into our show, a uh, big thank you to everybody who's a supporter on patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Uh, High fives to everybody who's become a new patron yes, since our last episode. Thank you so, so much. And we pushed our Patreon pledge drive month back a month this year. To March. But it is coming up. <gasps> We're so super excited. excited to share with you what our reward will be when we eventually get it. It yeah. has been delayed thanks to coronavirus. Coronavirus, you ruined wow. everything. Um, which is wild. Yeah. Have you been keeping up on the news on that? I have. It's, it it's is, out there, it's man. It's spooky. It is spooky. It was uh, in Hawaii. But also less deadly still than the common flu. Accurate. So, or fewer deaths. Yeah. So, also get your flu shot. The common flu is my favorite bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's just common flu. The common flu. It's common flu. You know, like when they put common in front of an animal name, I'm always yeah. like, come on, man. <laughs> it's just the most basic one. <laughs> basic bird it's a basic <laughs> bird but yeah so um yeah that's gonna be happening uh in march all through march um but yeah if you love our content please throw us a buck or five bucks for squirrel level and we'll be so so happy yes and appreciative you get access to our discord which is great yeah i love the discord it's so much fun and thanks to card kingdom head on over to cardkingdomcom slash glhf use that link to buy anything you want in your magical mm-hmm. life like unsanctioned coming out yes. on 
Friday, which yes. is a super yes. fun yes. unset product that'll be super cool and like really cash to battle with your friends. Yes. They also have their cube is back. Like you can you can purchase yeah, Lumeria. a cube. Is that what you mean? The draft cube? No, that's cube? their draft set. Oh, you mean their cube? That they have you like can a just cube, buy. cube yeah. that you can buy, like a starter cube. So cool. Um, it's back and it's great. Yeah, I love it's, all of their supplemental yes. products. If you if you're like, I would love to start a cube. I don't know how. Go check it out on Card Kingdom. Great place to start. They help you out. Yeah, they do. Magic. We yes. esports now. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Magic. Again, about a year ago. Made the tra- transition to esports. How? What? Like, give me, give me your like headline thought. All right. On how headline it's going. Thought, it's going great. Yeah, that's my headline thought. Um, I would say like mine would be if I'm making a headline. Yeah, my headline kind of sucks. After <laughs> after many stumbles, Magic Esports starts to run. What if that's too long? Okay. You, you get like you know it's got to be uh, front page material. All right. Mine would actually be Wii Esports now. <laughs> that yeah. would, would actually Wii be. Wii Esports now. <laughs> Mine would fit in a headline. What did you say? Like after, after a few after stumbles, stumbles, Magic Esports starts to run. Oh, yeah. That's a good. That's, yeah. that's catchy. Right. Yeah. I mean, we split things up into arena and to into tabletop paper. Yeah. Um, and let's like do a check-in because we've had two uh, big events these past couple of weekends. World Championship. Yeah all on arena of course mm-hmm. they had to draft in real life but that's just because the client's not ready for real life draft yet but yeah it will be um and then we had DreamHack, yeah happening in anaheim which was all on arena do you know what's wild and this is kind of it's kind of misleading that this is like the first thing that i'm going to say but it is what just came to mind because what? most of the events that i've worked at recently have been arena events, and they're also the smaller ones, like the Mythic, Mythic championships, championships, and especially Worlds, only 16 people. Yeah. And I never thought that I would say this, because I'm not like a crowds person, but I kind of, like, I miss all of the people that we used to see. Yeah, the bigger the bigger events. Yeah, exactly. Like, all of the people who weren't quite, like, MPL level um, in the old pro system, like, weren't quite platinum. Yeah. But were but you still got to see at all of the pro tours because they qualified for all of them. Yeah, now these people are at the players tour. Yeah, exactly. Which isn't arena. No. So you just got to work players tour. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, it is less frequent because... Jeep, we're not working GP coverage. Yeah, exactly. Anymore. And because like those people just aren't, th- yeah, they're just not at all of like the top build of build events that we work. Well, you know, it'll be interesting to see though, is who gets invited to mythic invitational Aquaria. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All MPL and all rivals, they're going to be invited. Yes. No question. But then there'll be the discretionary invites and there'll be the people who qualify yeah. uh, for the tournament. And then something like 128, right? Yeah. It's is like the number of people. It's way bigger than all the other ones. Yeah. What were the, what was the last mythic championship like sixty four or something sixty four I want to say yeah so it's like so we're looking at double double that, that. well that'll be kind of cool yeah um, yeah I'm I am very excited for that for you like with these um, big events and stuff like all the mythic championships the world championship like watching it all happen on arena has that felt to you like this is I don't know I'm, I think maybe some people worry that it would cheapen it I will I think that it's so much easier to follow on arena. Yeah. It makes a world of difference to the point now where like, I'll admit that when I watch paper coverage now, I'm just sort of like, wow, I can't believe that we used to think like that this, this was, was our like, life, that this was as good as it could get. Yeah. I mean, cause it's so 
it's so difficult to see the cards. Yeah, it's hard. And there's just like no good solution, right? No, there, there's yeah, nothing exactly. you can do. At the end of the day, like it's just a card in a sleeve, like with its little text box at the bottom. That's never going to be an A plus viewing experience through a camera. As long as you know what the card is, you can you can follow it. Exactly. But if you don't. There is no way. And even knowing what the cards are, it's just so nice to be able to like immediately read what's happening on the board. See the damage marked on the creatures. Exactly. Like you, you look at a match of on arena, like you tune into it and you can like tune in, pause it and just like look at that snapshot and know what's happening. Right. Whereas I feel like when you do that with paper, you look at that snapshot and you're like, okay, it's going to take me a minute. Like, let me parse out like the board what are state. all these tokens. What's, this what's, life like, what's total happening over, over here? here? Exactly. Like, yeah. it's so nice. I I feel like um, after being at, I, I was, okay, context. I was at DreamHack Anaheim this past weekend, which if you don't know, DreamHack is an event that's been going on for years and years and years. It started out as a LAN party and has evolved now into like a full convention. <laughs> oh, do you know what's wild? What? LAN party? Yes. Okay. That's all. Yeah, I agree. I remember like the first time I peripherally attended a LAN party in college and I was like, <laughs> what is this? What is happening Like, here? I had no idea. Hanging out, playing games. Yes. On a, a local area network. I remember, like, two two people that I knew being at one day being like, oh, we're going to go hang out and play Magic. And I was just like, don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, how the tables wow. have turned. <laughs> it's so true. I remember playing with cards back, like when I was a young one, just given to us probably by some high school students. My parents were high school teachers. Mm-hmm. Context and um, whoever had like there's a dragon. Was it Shivan Dragon? I don't know. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah, because seems... we did not know how to play. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yes, Dreamhack yeah. Anaheim. Okay, so it's an event, and there's a bunch of esports tournaments happening at it. So yeah. there's like a Halo tournament. There was a Counter Strike tournament. There was Hearthstone happening in a very tiny little booth. I must say, ooh, shade. Wow, throwing shaded Hearthstone. But the Magic setup looked really great. Um, it, the, it was it was well produced. The team knew what they're doing because they had done Hearthstone events previously. Or or whatever um and it was like yeah this could be the future of what people go and do and yeah. play magic and like twitch rivals is done remotely people just play mm-hmm. at their house at their houses and like they you know find the stream and show the stream which i think works too but this is cool because you get the camaraderie of the same thing of like going to a gp yeah hanging out with your friends but you bring your laptop you sit down the ro- the rounds turn way faster mm-hmm. There's like no possibility of cheating. Yeah. You don't have to shuffle. There's no rules problems. Oh. I mean, for the most part. I, you know, every time that we go to a tournament, I am so thankful for all of the time that won't be spent shuffling. Yes. Like seriously. <laughs> it's a real thing. When you look at the length of the day, the d- <laughs> how many minutes? Okay. In how many hours of your life? An eight round tournament. How, how much time do you think? is like cut out of the day because there isn't shuffling. So the question then is how much is a normal shuffle? How long does that take you? Okay. Per game. Including. So like. Well, say we're playing standard. You have your initial shuffle. Yep. Which is you, you have to get all your cards back. Okay. I do it like. Okay. And you've sideboarded and now you're going to pick up your deck and shuffle. Like for a minute. Probably between you, like you doing it and your, you and your opponent don't necessarily start at the same time. So, like, by the time, it's probably not a minute. 
But it's I'm probably just, I'm just gonna shuffle something just to like approximate how long I shuffle. Okay. <laughs> so let's get let's get a deck. Okay. Uh, let's Where see. Where is a deck? Where is a deck in this office? There's it's it's in a box. Here it is. Oh, okay. All right. always oh wait no these ones aren't sleeved. Well, uh, are I, there sleeve cards over there? No, those are just a pile of sleeves. <laughs> We're organized yeah. here. I can shuffle unsleeve. No. I'll be a monster. What? You know, so, but I, is that approximating the reality of the, I don't know. Of the tournament, Maria? Here, just let me try. Just let me try it. And, okay, and this will be our our baseline. Me shuffling an unsleeved deck. I'm gonna time you while you shuffle. Yeah, time me. This is top podcast content, everybody. <laughs> well, we're doing science here. Okay, it's true. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna go check. Are you sure that those are just piles? Of yeah, sleeves? those are just sleeves. I'm what 100%, if I go look? But I'm a hundred percent. Trust everyone. Trust. Consider it. Hey, Me hey, Megan, what are those? <laughs> All just piles of sleeves, everybody. Oh, you found a sleeve deck? Yeah. Okay. I wonder what it is. Who even, it's probably not even a full deck. No, it's probably not. I don't even know how many cards this is. So, like, how scientific is this really, this whole process? Honestly. Okay. All right, I've got some cards here. Feels like 40. So this is now a limited event. Yeah. Oh, so the, it is less shuffling time. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a timer. Hold on. Okay. Don't start. I'm not starting yet. And wait. I, what I want is a stopwatch. Okay. Oh yeah. Go. Okay. All right. Let's continue talking. Well, All right. And I'll just be like, this is how long <laughs> I normally shuffle. Yeah. And you can we can pretend like we're we're like we're opponents. Yeah. Like we're just talking about like what's happening right oh, now. Oh, tell me where you play. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you know, this is where I'm from, oh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, okay. I finished sideboarding and now I'm starting to shuffle. Yeah. So you know, I'm gonna add that Dude, time on at the end of it be just happening. for like me yeah. having started a little bit after you. So like you play a lot of draft. Yeah. Or, like, oh no, I really love draft. It's probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like you're not even pile counting right no. now, which is some people do. No. Hey, do you like um, your pool? Like, oh, it's I think fine. that question is so funny when people it's, ask it. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like give you a, a genuine answer. Okay, now I present for you to cut. Okay, that was 45 seconds. Oh, okay. So it wasn't even a minute. Yeah, 45 right, seconds. 45 but seconds. I think like it's not wrong to be like adding another 15 on for there. For sure. Um, for like again, like if whoever starts later than the other person shuffling. Um, if, if your opponent is someone who pile counts their deck. Yeah. Um, and then, okay. And then I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> it's a foil hydrate crisis. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. What are we just this, running around here with? What is this with? deck? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So I think a, a, a minute and then let's, what do we call it? Two or whatever. Yeah. I would call it, let's say like a minute and a half. Okay. Cause you don't spend as much time shuffling your opponent's deck as you do your own. True, true, true. You just shuffle it for a few. So a minute and a half. Yep. Per game. Per game. And if you, uh, like... If you always go to three games. If you always go to three. <laughs> all right. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> so, like, 90 seconds times three games um, times eight rounds. Somebody's going to tweet at us and be like, you are doing this so wrong. I'm sure. This is not how you should be. 36 minutes. Holy cow. 36 minutes in a day. An hour. Yeah, like our, your day is half an hour shorter <laughs> because people aren't shuffling decks. Can you imagine yeah. that? Yeah, and it's instantaneous like, between games as can well. Can you imagine that? Like that's just that's the what, reality. That's what happens. <laughs> and that's just like a small thing. But for me, and we didn't even count mulligan shuffles. No, we didn't count mulligans. We didn't count sideboarding, which yeah. is also very, like, very quick. Yes. Um, 
And like, anyway, <laughs> what it made me think being at this tournament was, oh, I would love to do this. Mm-hmm. I would love to play in this. It seems really cool. You have to have a laptop, of Ooh. course, but. Do you know what we also didn't talk about? Sorry, I'm what? just back on the time thing. Yeah. We didn't talk about time extensions for deck checks. Yeah, no deck checks. So that's like, you know, in a round, assuming like if you would deck check a, ga- a match that goes to time, that's like 15 extra minutes. Yeah. So we're looking, I mean, I would say we get a solid hour cut out of our day. <laughs> I think you're right. Like the day is an hour shorter right. solely by virtue of being on arena, which is that's which just is a very relevant thing. That's an hour of time that you don't have to try and fill with like supplemental content on a broadcast. Oh, for sure. Which is a huge thing. And once there's a spectator mode on arena, it's even going to get any even better. Yes. Because then you can just drop in to any match. Do you remember when we used to have huge debates about what should happen during a broadcast when there is a judge call on a feature match? Yes. Guess what will never happen? <laughs> that. Not never. I bet you it will happen once. I mean, Someone's somebody will try find and call a judge. something to complain about. But like, yeah. But yes. Yeah. Uh, like wild. They just don't, don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. So like a better viewing experience overall, better playing experience from all of these metrics that we've mm-hmm. said. Of course, like there, I do still love playing paper magic. There's yeah. just something about it that I really, really enjoy playing with real cards. But what I'm saying is like this option being there at like kind of a quote unquote grand prix sort of level yeah. is really cool Yeah. to be able to do that. A lot of people said the event was super, like, it felt very relaxed and chill somehow. Yeah. I don't really, I mean, I guess maybe that just playing a game on Arena takes away a lot of, like, potential things you could be worried about playing yeah. against somebody in real life. Sometimes, like, just the interaction is can be a lot. Yeah. Interaction. You know, if you're, like, you know, worried about looking at your opponent, how they're shuffling their deck or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, you know, just, you know, oh, shoot, did I forget to de-sideboard? Yeah. None of these things are problems anymore. Yeah. So... Um, I think the broadcast was really cool um, and the event overall was really cool too. And same with the world championship. I think that looked really slick. It looked really good. You know? Um, And it made me like, I was walking around that convention center and I was like, I'm proud to be a part of the magic team here at this thing. Like I know there's like people playing shooters over there or Fortnite or whatever. um, And they're like, we are the real esports. Did you just call it shooters? <laughs> yeah, like Counter Strike, first person shooter. Play sh- people over there playing shooters. shooters. <laughs> Shooting games, I should say. <laughs> or whatever, like what you think of, like when most yeah. people think of esports. Yeah. Like Rocket League, but I'm a car playing soccer. I'm a car playing soccer. Which is also just as bizarre. That's so like, the real esports. Whatever. Do you know what you can't do? In, you know, you can't do IRL, drive a car that's playing soccer. <laughs> I want to see someone play it in real life. Oh, there's got to be a video of that recipe for disaster. There has to be. Somebody has to have done it. Yes. It's also really cool to think of magic just being in the same space as all of those. Yeah, that's what I mean. A place that it's been like excluded from. Yeah. Like, Um, hey, we can roll up here with all of you. Not consciously excluded, but just like by virtue of not having that kind of presence. Yes. And giving people, I think, the option to play this game in this way makes it like people regard it mm-hmm. as what am I trying to say? Gosh, my tired brain's catching up with me, but like, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where what I would I try and I would try say? and fill it in, but I don't know where you're going. <laughs> like it could never have, it could never have been regarded as something that you can play, win a bunch of money at, yeah. um, a flashy kind of thing like that. Yeah. Um, it's gotten significantly flashier without this client. And, 
to be fair, like it's one of the only, if not the only esport where you can have a career like through the MPL and rivals. Like there's a lot of debate on like how sustainable that is or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like it, it is a, it is your job, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't have to worry about finding another team or whatever. You yeah. can do it just as your just own self. As your own self. It's wild to think that two years ago at the world championship, everyone, they were hyping up the fact that it was the first first place hundred thousand dollar yeah top prize that's that's true and we're now we're two years in and they tripled it 300k 300k wow so uh, while we're talking about it like obviously we've been super positive i think that it has brought a lot of positive things to magic yeah um that's not to say that it hasn't been without its trade-offs and like some of its questionable stuff yeah like i think one of the biggest things is sort of like, is this an investment that is long-term going to pay off? Like, is this a sustainable way that they're doing this? It's got to be, right? Else, oof. I mean, like, it has to be. Does that mean that it is? <laughs> I, I sure hope so. I don't know I enough mean, I also hope so, about obviously. the back end of how it's being created. But um, I, I guess I assume so because of how long it took them to get into the playing field with it because they were so reticent about hiring like an outside company to work on it because they did want it to be sustainable in-house yeah you know and here's one of here's another like this question skews more towards like what's happening in the community yeah but if they're putting this amount of money into the top prize and into things like the world's trailer yep um which was you know really so well produced yeah um, it was really cool to see it all put together. It was cool to see those videos individually, like all of that stuff. Really awesome. Um, but still, like, if if the top things that people are still talking about on Twitter or on Reddit are still highly negative, things that are negative that are happening in the community, um, thinking back to, like, the same week that people were talking about the trailer, what were people talking about way more? Frank Karsten and not being able to publish GP publish results. GP mm. yeah results mm-hmm. um, and data like what if you're the people looking at investing that money and you say well we spent this money on the trailer and the thing that people talked about was this negative thing that happened instead yeah I think the two points from that that stand out to me is like people always gonna be complaining yes and also is our is magic approaching a point where it is investing so much more money that I think in the past, like that negative negativity was sort of like, well, magic is is growing, but it's not m- making any huge, big new pushes or investments. I, yeah. I've, and so that negative negativity is sort of like, OK, it's not it's not driving anything and it's not repressing anything. Is is it to the point where if they're making those big event investments now, if the top thing is negativity, it's going to start to scale that back. Maybe you were putting too much um, importance on some angry people on Reddit, though. You know what I mean? I mean, that's true. But we also don't know, like, if what is the feedback that their team is looking at? I don't know. Like, are they only going to look at how many people tune into the broadcast? Or are they going to look at, into how many people watched that video or had positive things to say about it online? I think the latest Hasbro earnings call for yeah. investors showed that magic had um, pretty good growth yeah. in arena and tabletop and had a negative in magic online. Yes. Is what they reported there. But that arena had more than made up for the drop in online magic yes. online. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that kind of data. That makes sense. So you're like, you're hoping that what they're looking at is the fact that it's still a growing game. Yes. I guess I'm just saying that like, if you think that things like that trailer are very cool, 
um, then you need to make sure that you're saying it. Oh, for sure. Because if they get if they spend a bunch of money on a trailer and the only thing that they see are people talking about something else, then why are they going to spend money on yeah, that trailer again? Yeah. And I think that that trailer was a super smart move and was very cool. Like yeah. that was the right thing for them to be think doing. Think about like the Throne of Eldraine one, like the hype level yeah, exactly. for that was through the, through the roof because yeah. of that. Um, um, so just like, that's just something that is on my mind sometimes. Yeah. Remember to like be positive about the things that you exactly. like. Because Which isn't to say like, don't, don't like, don't not be critical. No. Right. Like, exactly. Yes, if there's things that you need to push back on, push back on them, but make sure that if something is right, that you're also saying that because positive feedback is like the most effective form of feedback. And they definitely look for it. Yes. For sure. So it's not going into the void. Yeah. Um, but I think the split too from like, um, you know, people are worried that paper events will die out because of arena. I think from what I've been hearing, at least what's the word for when I'm just hearing it, you know, hearsay, gossip, <laughs> uh, anecdotally. Oh, yes. Um, it is that more they're seeing a raise in the amount of people coming out to F&Ms and stuff in stores. That's great. More I would really playing. hope so. I hope that that is not just anecdotal and that is actually what is happening across the board. Yeah. But that is the majority of what I've been hearing. Yeah. Which I think is really, really cool. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I really hope, like, I'm, I, as much as I talked about, like, how much more positive the viewing experience is for broadcasts on Arena, like, I want the players tour to be there. Absolutely. I think that it's super important. I think that you need to have those high level paper tournaments. 100%. Um, I think that they are one of, like one of the backbones of magic. Yep. Um, it's spooky to think of something having more than two backbones. <laughs> 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 just want to point that out real quick. Like it is, right? Like it's it just really is. creepy. It's really creepy. Klingons have two backbones. Do they? All of their systems are redundant. <laughs> Why? I don't know if that means they're bones, though. Actually, I don't like you. Can't All their have, organs are redundant. You can't have two sets of bones. Megan's <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, you know what? No, no way. You're trying to tell me that a Klingon has two skulls? <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's all the organs. It must be only organs. Okay. So they have two brains. That's what I was, I was about to ask next. Ooh, let's we'll dive into this later. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, the future for me looks very bright. Yeah. For magic as an esport. Um, I was very excited to be involved in like an early esports event within mm -hmm. Worlds and uh, this DreamHack thing and being like, hey, you know what? We can hang. Yeah. You know what cars that kick around soccer balls? We can hang. We can hang with you. And this is what this was my point from earlier. Okay, I got it back. Okay. Not only can you play cars, soccer ball game, uh, shooty, shooty, shooty game, uh, <laughs> but you can also play high level strategy best game now yeah. the same way that you can play all those other games. Which is awesome. Like that, that is, that is only a positive yeah. thing, um, which is, which is really great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Unsanctioned that's coming out this Friday. We haven't actually talked about it a lot on this show. Yes. I'm super excited. And we love unsets. Yes. And this is like kind of an unset. Kind of. It's where, right. You get like, it has all five colors and you pick two and shuffle them together. Yeah. And then you have an opponent and they pick two and shuffle them together. Uh, and then you battle each other. And you can get a little box, you know, of this and just be like, let's battle. Let's Cute. go. Um, I am. I love this set because the cards are so funny. Yes. And I love that the augment mechanic is returning. Yes. Uh, in this set. Oh, we are such big fans of augment. It's so good. I love it. 
So uh, you wanted to talk about what you're most excited yes, for. Yes, what you're most excited for. And I love the weird augment combinations you can make. And so I'm really looking forward to making bat rat, <laughs> <laughs> which is half bat, half, half rat. rat. And it rhymes. What does bat rat do? Okay, so bat is the augment. So it's the front part that needs to be played onto a creature. Yeah. And it has flying. Um, it gives the creature plus one, plus one. Its augment cost is one and a black. And it says at the beginning of each end step, and if, a, if an opponent lost three or more life this turn. Dot, dot, dot. And then you get to do whatever the back half of the augment is. Um, rat, which the original is dirty rat. Poor rat. <laughs> you could play dirty something else. Yes. <laughs> is, uh, no, it's that's it's like pre- that's it's prefixed you're always going to cover up. Oh, okay. So it starts out as a dirty rat and then it becomes whatever else. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, one in a black for a one, one, it says target opponent discards a card. So the original is when this creature enters the battlefield. So bat rat, um, would at their ends at your end step, each end step, if an opponent Uh, lost three or more life, make them discard a card. Bat rat. Bat rat. Bat bat, rats coming for you. Yes. If you want a super fun, uh, silly magic experience, we recommend the unsets. They're so cool. Yes. And it has like some callbacks to some older cards, which is very cool. Or like some, you know, originals. Yeah. From the unsets uh, where there's, you know, more infernal spawns of evil. Yeah, that's really Um, An infernal spawn of an infernal spawn of evil. Uh, which is, you know, delightful. I love those callbacks. I like that we're seeing, um, we had Spike in the last unset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we get to see Johnny combo player. Cool. Uh, which lets you search up cards. I love it. delightful. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's just, it's just so cool. Look at me. I'm the DCI. Reprint. Re- which is a reprint. So that's uh, five white, white for ban a card other than a basic land card for the rest <laughs> of the match. <laughs> There you go. I love it. And now we have a new one to go with it. Look at me. I'm R&D. Yes. <laughs> it's an enchantment. Look at me. I'm R&D. Uh, oh, it's like written all over because it's like a playtest card. Yes. Um, I'm trying to read it. Oh, here. Uh, I, we can make uh, it larger. Uh, okay. Look at me. I'm R&D. Enters the battlefield. Choose a number and a second number, one higher or lower than the first number. Okay. All instances of the first chosen number in the full text of each permanent spell and card in any zone are changed to the second chosen number. <laughs> oh, boy. That's that's cool. That's a lot. Um, but that's... It'll yeah. break your brain Delightful. a little bit. Delightful. Uh, return of Ordinary Pony. We can have Bat Pony now. Oh, Bat Pony. Humming Pony. Humming oh, Rat. Humming Rat. Uh, humming Kitten. Knight of the Hokey Pokey. Bat oh, Kitten. What cra- what crazy card names. I'm I'm uh, into it. So delightful. So yeah, you know, go and have a great time playing this. It's just what we're saying. Yeah, I want to pick this up. Yeah. For sure. Uh, people were so excited about Alexander Clamilton. How could you not be excited about Alexander Clamilton? Which Hello. I want to say they announced is the play map for some special event. Oh, is it really? Up in the future. Great. Yes. Um, <laughs> two and a blue for an O4 legendary creature, Clamfolk Advisor Rebel. Whenever you cast a wordy <laughs> spell, scry two. A spell is wordy if it has four or more lines of rules text. So this is definitely wordy. Yes. One in a red, tap, choose target creature you don't control. Reveal the top card of your library. Alexander Clamilton gets plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is the number of lines of rules text of the revealed card. Alexander Clamilton fights that creature. Oh, they're dueling. Oh, duels. And wordy because he writes a lot. Duel. Great. I love it. Oh, so funny. So, yeah. Oh, go have a great time. Unsanctioned coming out on Friday. Yeah.
It's time for story time with Megan. Yes. So we're going to briefly go through what actually happened on Theros in uh, Theros Beyond Death. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot, like Megan said, of mm-hmm. like t- actual Greek mythology, how yes. it ties into the cards. This is the official magic story. Yes. Oh, and someone asked us about Birth of Miletus and if we knew if I knew what myth it came from. And the answer is I don't know. Um, the most iconic like myth of a god being born is Athena who sprung from Zeus's mind fully formed. Wow. Uh, which is delightful. That's pretty neat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so from his forehead. So that's the only one that I like feel like maybe it could be because it's the only one that's really like notable. Yeah. Um, we did talk about the whole, you know, like the Titans um, and that are uh, what's her name? Gaia, I think, having to fool, um, fool them and give them a stone to swallow. Stone baby. Stone baby. But anyways. Uh, yeah. So what's actually happening on Theros? OK. OK. So we pick up where Els- uh, Elspeth, um, you know, did Heliod's dirty work and killed Xenagos. Yep. And then Heliod was like, oh, no. Um, Elspeth could become more popular than us. And it turns out that originally, like, the devotion of people was what created the gods. So, like, their power waxes and wanes according to their devotion. Oh, so, like, American gods. Yes. Yeah, actually, <laughs> kind of. Um, and he was like, if she could become more powerful, if people learn this myth. Oh, um, and so he's dangerous. You know, he strikes her down into the underworld. And she originally is supposed to go rest on, like, the Isle of Heroes. Um, or whatever, because she was a real big hero. Yeah. Except that Ashiok is there, and they really like um, tormenting everybody with nightmares. <laughs> and they torment Elspeth specifically. Ashiok gave me that um, weird nightmare the other night. Yes. So Ashiok torments Elspeth with nightmares, um, just kind of perpetually. And Rude. interestingly, apparently Ashiok, I think, learns of the Phyrexians from Elspeth's nightmares. Uh-oh. Right? Like, they give her nightmares, but it's based on her own, like, tormented past with yeah. the Phyrexians. And so Ashiok later on is apparently, like, sometime in the story is like, peace out. I need to go learn more about these spooky folks. Oh, we keep being like, we're going to go back to Phyrexia. And so this is, like, an okay. actual lead in that direction, okay. maybe. Okay. Is them being like, hey, I need to go find out more about these. But also, so like in all of the tormenting dreams that Ashiok is giving Elspeth, there's also there. It includes one about when Heliod struck Elspeth down. Okay. And uh, apparently Ashiok's nightmares are so potent that sometimes they're basically real, like they're in the physical world. So in one of them, Elspeth is able to grab the spear from Heliod and wakes up and still has like a corrupted version of that spear, basically, which is the shadow spear that's in the set. Oh, cool. Um, So yeah, so that's like an actual thing. So Elspeth has that. And I don't, I'm trying to remember, there's like, at some point, there's like rifts that start appearing in the underworld. And I'm trying to remember why those start happening. But I don't remember. (laughs) Just rifts. Yes. And uh, Elspeth is just like, I just want to rest. But she hears about the rifts. And so she's like, I guess my job isn't done. And so she starts making her way through the underworld. um, And as she goes, um, she tells people that the spear that she has is the real spear and she's going to help get them out. Um, and so people start believing in her more and more. Oh, Heliod's plan is backfiring. Exactly. So it eventually gets to the point where Heliod hears word of this um, and goes down there to fight with Elspeth. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other weird stuff that happened. Like Daxos and Elspeth were 
like together apparently at one point in the original Theros story. And he also died, I want to say. Oh, I think this is how the rifts happen. Like, Daxos died, and Heliod wanted to, like, have a champion to, like, go throughout the land and, you know, like, do good things like in a his Hercules. name. Exactly, to raise his devotion again. Um, and so he gets Daxos back from the underworld oh. and is like, you're my champion now. But I think getting him back maybe is part of what causes that rift. Okay, that would make sense. So he has that champion now. And the other gods are like, wait a, wait a second. Like, you can't be the only one with a champion. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. Uh, so Daxos is going around, like, doing things in Heliod's name or whatever. And they're all having, like, big battles or whatever. All of the champions of the gods. Yeah. Or whatever. Or whatever. More important, Elspeth making her, trying to make her way towards the rifts in the under, the, that laid out of the underworld. And then Heliod eventually goes down there and is like, I'm going to challenge you. Like, you can't do I'm this. I'm going to double kill you. I'm going to double kill you, essentially. Except that Elspeth, like like I said, has been like going through the underworld being like, this is the real, real spear of Heliod. Like I am, the, I am your real champion. Ooh. And so all of the people she has, like all of the people believe in her spear more than Heliod's spear. And she like shatters his and Erebos is like classic. So part of classic Greek mythology is that Hades is mad at Zeus because Hades essentially got tricked into ruling the underworld. Yeah. And he is like, this is a real bummer of a place, but it's too late <laughs> at that point. Guess I got to rule it. So, he's like pissed um understandably so yeah. at his brother all of the time and so there's also some of that in the um in the Erebos uh, Heliod <laughs> dynamic and so seeing Heliod laid low um Erebos gives him what is essentially the same punishment as Atlas has um which is to hold up the world so Heliod is left holding something very heavy <laughs> Um, and who knows, maybe someday he'll just disappear if people forget about him because he's down in the underworld holding some heavy stuff. That's Heliod's punishment. Yeah. Also, Atlas was one of the Titans originally, if people don't know that. Yeah. Um, which is why he was punished by having to hold up the earth. Can I just say this, though? Yeah. Heliod's punishment, so disappointing. It really is. That card is not good. No. It's like totally fine. I guess if you're, bad. if you're playing white aggro. Exactly. You have to be aggro. No other deck. Yeah. Uh, agree. Anyways, um, yeah, so. Okay, so else is she out? Yes. She out. She, she out. escape. She escape. And um, but also, as all those rifts are happening, obviously, lots of other stuff is bad coming out. Yeah. Wait, also, I'm remembering <laughs> something. What? So there was also, <laughs> sorry, it's like, it was like such, it's like a very short, dense summary that I read that's on the website. Okay. That's all that we got of Theros' story. So it's kind of hard for my mind to remember all of it because there weren't a lot of details and it doesn't happen over a lot of time. It's just like, here are the bullet points. Um, Clothes was, a, there was also on Theros the same kind of like, there are bad titans. There were bad titans in the past. Um and they were consigned to the underworld once the gods had their devotion. Yeah, the binding of the Titans. Exactly. Um, so they were all down there. And Clothes agreed to basically watch over them. And so I also want to say that there was something along the lines of like when Clothes also had something to do with why the rifts happen. Okay. I don't remember. Come on, Clothes. I know. Get it, get it together. I mean, she was doing a nice thing. But now they out. But now she... But now This is why Uro's in standard... Out. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Clothies. Thanks, Clothies. <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, the okay. summary, you know, like the the very the very quick and dirty version of it. Great. That's yeah. what I needed to know. Elspeth out. 
Ashiok, one of the most important things, Ashiok like was like, hello, Phyrexians. Those sound like my people. And Heliod's like, hold it in Earth. Yes. And Erebos was like, <laughs> you know, OK, yeah, there you go. That's a good five second summary. Yeah. Before we go, Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro, so great. Thank you for being one of our other sponsors of our lovely show. Yes. Whether you're looking for deck boxes to hold your excellent decks in, you're looking for card sleeves to protect your beautiful cards, if you're looking for nice dice to roll, whether you're playing something like D&D or if you're playing Magic or any other dice rolling game that you need to provide your own dice for, Ultra Pro's got They've it got you. going on. They've got a really cool new series of products that has the Orange Planeswalker logo, yeah, um, which is like their pro series. And it's on binders. It's on deck boxes. Mm-hmm. It looks really slick. Yes. Uh, really clean. And it make you look like you're the impale, basically. Dang. Carrying that stuff around. I've also mm-hmm. pulled out one of their alcohol flip boxes that has the guild symbols this one's Golgari yeah. so if you're that kind of person jeez I don't know who that is but uh, wow did you just burn all I, Golgari players I just burned every Golgari player uh, you can get a sweet alcove deck box like this they're really really beautiful highly recommend uh, for anybody who mm-hmm. who likes uh, aligns with their guild and is like I want something that shows it off because I have the Rakdos one and I love it yes well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Wow. Dang, we did it. I survived it. Yeah, um, you did. Despite seeing time in the form of flames through the entire episode. I'm going to go wash my hands a bunch because you're kind of sick. Yeah, I know. But what are you going to do? Like three weeks on the road, man. I It'll know. get you. Your immune system is It'll like, I'm you. tired. It's like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was going to tell people something. Oh, know, yeah. Man. I was going to tell them about the winner of our February drawing. Ooh. So we have a swag drawing every month. Yeah. You can you can do it. It's in the show notes or yep. under the video. And um, you have a very good chance of winning because yeah. not many people think to enter it. I don't know why people don't enter this because we tell people every it's month. It's free stuff, people. It's sick stuff from our awesome sponsors. Anyway, congratulations to friend of the show, Chris Farrell. You're a winner. Congratulations. Uh, send us an email and we'll send you a sick swag box. Yeah, and we have to send out last month's too, but February is a very crazy month for us, so we apologize for being late yeah. on that. Um, we've got some back orders. We on were this never stuff. home. We were never home. We were never home. I paid a, paid a mortgage on for some reason for my cats. Yeah. They needed somewhere to live. Yeah, they do. Um, but Did you yeah. ever do you ever just buy a house for, just your, cat? for your cat? <laughs> I work harder every day so my cats can have a better life, all right? Yeah, same. That's what it is. Um, yeah, so uh, congratulations. Enter our March one. It'll be up soon. Patreon Pledge Drive Month coming up starting next episode, which will be really exciting. It's be so exciting. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's basically all that, you know? that all the news yeah. that I have to, to, to say. Exciting. Oh, congratulations to our board game channel. Oh, it hit a thousand subscribers. Yeah, if we haven't talked about it in a while, yeah. if and you like board games. Very cute video up this week. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so, so cute. cute. You have to check it out. It's a review of Bermuda Pirates. Especially if you're looking for a game that's great for kids of all ages. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's youtube.com slash GLHF board games. Hit that sub button if you like you know, like quick, concise, funny reviews and yeah. playthroughs featuring Megan and myself. Yeah. Um, which which are always entertaining. It's a real party. It's a cool channel. Um so you know. Until next time. Doop to doop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what she said. <laughs>